Hi there, and welcome to the Curious Collective podcast, conversations designed for veterans and first responders to bring awareness to those holistic practices that help us live our best life. So tap into the wisdom and knowledge of our guests to heal, transform, and live as your true soulful self. I am absolutely honoured to have with us today the amazing Tim Thomas. I have followed this man for many years on Instagram and actually only this year got to -to face-to-face meet him, and I think we've met a couple of times. And and his energy is infectious and we get along like a house on fire. So welcome, Tim. Thank you so much, Katie. But let me tell you a little secret. Katie probably wasn't happy she met me in person at times because when she met me, she actually ended up in my chest freezer, which is which is maybe five meters away from me right now. And there was probably a few moments there where she was like, you know what? This guy's crazy. What am I doing? I just met him face to face. So cool. So yes, Tim does. He's known as the Iceman sometimes or Ice Addicts was the group that he added Um, me into. Patty, I'm just an ice guy. The ice guy. And we did... Had to drop that dad joke in early, okay? (laughs) (laughs) He's good with dad jokes. We did um, breathwork together in his backyard with his beautiful dog and then we jumped in this ice bus. My first ever experience and whoo, let's uh, talk into a bit more of that a bit later on. But my I don't know, you did really well. I oh. was really impressed. You you just you just went there. Like I put thousands of people in the ice, and and what a lot of people do is is they'll what I call bounce because they go in, the stimuli goes in, and then they and like all life is just stimuli, right? And how you classify that determines your reaction to it. So a lot of people bounce because the stimuli will come in through your body because it's a lot of stimuli, the, the cold. But if you've got a if you've got an attachment to cold being bad, then all of a sudden I see whites of the eyes. And if you don't breathe properly, you bounce. But you just went click. I could almost hear it go click in your head. And you went, boom. This is just, you know, I, I would the word I would use for you in your experience was was radical uh, mindfulness. That's what you experience. And you can't, you know, people talk about that, but you actually display that. So people at home, you're talking to a bit of a, a Zen lady here. She she showed up when it when it needed. So sorry to cut you off, but I had to speak to that Thank because you. I put a lot of people in and I remember you going in there and it was it was pretty cool to be in the presence of your energy. I could it was good. Let's just say it was good to be around. Yeah, thank you. And I feel like I also couldn't have done it without your amazing coaching because you helped to get my breath uh, resonating with how I was reacting within my body, which was perfect. Yeah, because yeah, you no. think you need to do something else, but you you definitely don't. So anyone that hasn't tried it before, uh, if you are in the Brisbane area, which we'll do at the end anyway, but but come and try it with Tim. Firstly, we have this amazing man here. Let's find a bit more about him. So Tim, can you please tell us what it is you are doing in the world at the moment and what is it that's making your heart sing? Okay. I like that you prepared me for that one because when I, I'm thinking what makes my heart sing and I'm like that, the frame of that question, I can see where it's coming from because it's about, you know, what you connect most highly with. But as a dude, I I find it, that's more of a feminine line of inquiry. But if you ask me like what makes me feel amazing, I could answer that. Okay. So um, this morning, like I'll just share, literally this morning, um, I knew I was going to be on this podcast and if 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 we work off the idea that you know um we're built for connection okay there's no surprise that we're happiest uh strongest most deeply satisfied when we feel connection 
All right. And and if you're a if you call your if I think if anyone's worth anything, they either do two things in this world. They they enhance connection or they remove blockages. Okay, because as much as we're built for connection, uh, we all tend to hang on to blockages while we're in this physical form. Okay, and and I, I've <laughs> I've usually found people drink to their blockage level. Okay, you know, like I, I you know after two drinks, oh, I'm friendly to everybody. I can connect and and get rid of my blockages. You know, uh, some people might need to have six. You know, me, I used to have to drink half a carton of piss before I spoke to my uh, then wife. Right. Um, and, and if I look at the numbers, uh, fun fact, I'm dyslexic. So I failed high school, but I'm in the top percentile in pattern recognition. All right. So when I look at the world, there's 7 billion people and there's a $550 billion spend on illegal drugs. So there's a lot of people that, out there that want to get over their blockages and connect. You know what I mean? So that's that's how I interpret that data. So So knowing that I had this podcast this morning, I made an extra effort to remove the blockages inside myself. So I got up at 4.30, which is not unusual for me. I started doing my breath work in bed, started unblocking my chi, but I did it with the intention of not just connecting with you, but also connecting with the people listening right now. Okay. So I paid extra attention. And I went into some extra high cardio zones um, to remove the blockages inside myself so I could let that which allows that that which comes through me to connect to others to help remove their blockages so uh, after some breath work um I laid on a what's called a, a shaki mat uh, oh yeah I've seen those you, you've seen the shaki mat okay mm. so so I've, I've been blessed with um with chronic back injuries and chronic pain so my morning routine has to be really switched on otherwise Otherwise, I'm buckled over. I used to be buckled over for three weeks out of four. Um, but but this thing here, that's a Shakti mat. And if you look, you can sort of see those spikes. Vicious. Okay. <laughs> so you see those spikes? Now, this is this is an advanced one where um, we're, we're sort of extra spiky. But I lay on that. I do breath work and I have my feet in a, pretend these are my feet, uh, in a chi machine, which wobbles them back and forth, which creates like a figure eight through my body. So that's circulating my chi as well as my cardiovascular, as well as, you know, laying on that thing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a bit of a, a life hacker. So I, I've got um, a set of speakers. I've got two of these, one each side, and they, and they play 40 megahertz. No, 40 hertz. Yeah. And and that 40 hertz is really good for your uh, mental cognition, neural pathways. Um, and so after I did that, I went outside, uh, did some breath work with the dogs, um, sunrise, grounded my feet in the earth. Um, and then I uh, had some cacao and did a like a, a two or three K run with my dogs, put them away and then did a a 3k run out to a place where there's a tree that's fallen across the path and it's a really hardwood heavy tree. Um, and I've hidden a, a little tomahawk about as big as my forearm in that area. And every day I give myself one minute, just going nuts, going freaking oh, cool. nuts on it. Like man street, <laughs> like, ah! you know, like a psycho scared. in the woods. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't want to come across, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but but um it's just that time yeah. to go a bit nuts and that's and i think i think guys especially need that place just to let that that craziness out you know because it because it, it's there whether you access it or not so i'm all about letting out stuff in productive constructive mm. ways as opposed to unproductive destructive ways you know or or what we tend to do as guys is we will take 
we will try and take substances um, to try and uh, sort of keep, be happy with the blockages we're carrying. You know, I used to drink a lot. I used to take a lot of pharmaceuticals. So, so I've kind of sculpted my day in ways to sort of access those parts of me that then remove the blockages so I can fully connect. So I can fully be myself, not have any fears. And, and today was a special priority um, because I knew I was talking to you and the people listening today. I really honor those people because they are what's called seekers of information. Um, and ancient Chinese say, honor the seeker. So in, in their mythology, the the seeker it finds the the magic wishing staff, which you can make wishes, right? Um, and that's what real powerful knowledge does. You can bring into the world your deepest desires. So so as much as I'm sharing my story right now, I'm allowing myself to sort of speak in such a way where it's it's you know reaching out and touching those who who are listening right now because I I really like I said the people listening right now. I really want to honor because it's it's regular conversations like this that you get really juicy bits of information because there's a bit of a and I just I'll just say this now a bit of a misconception in this world right now um there's this misconception that we live in an age of information okay but we actually live in an age of marketing so if you google something the first six pages are marketers all right and there's a big difference between a marketer and uh, someone who's empowering and or healing, you know, you. And it's not until you've got a real problem that you can't shift that you realize a lot of people are promising but not delivering. Mm. Okay, veteran with PTSD here, man, it was so hard to find someone who actually did what they said they could do. Mm. Okay, because the marketing, and then you end up just not trusting anybody, and then you end up saying, "Screw everything, I'm dropping off the map." Right. Mm. Mm. But what what a market will do because Bless marketers, they really know how to how to say what you want to hear. Like, oh, that's exactly what I want. Just the one thing that'll solve everything, right? Okay. But 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 uh, but uh, and they'll take dollars out of your pockets and put you into an early grave. Okay. But what a, a healer will do, or someone who's really connected to something powerful, they know their energy is not enough for two. Okay. But what they do have is an alignment to something incredibly powerful. And it might have taken them a month, a year, 10 years to align to that. And when you spend time with them, they'll help you align to that, which is really powerful. And you'll have your own connection in far less time than it took them. Yeah. You know, and then you'll have that connection and you won't, you won't need that person anymore. Mm. Okay. And there's a, there's a few little dynamics in that. One of which is you might've noticed this yourself. I'm laughing when I say this, <laughs> When you really connect people to something powerful, it's like in a lot of times they think, oh, I've always been like this. I've always been, I've always, I, I was never in that dark place. I've always sort of been for it. And they, and they don't even see the need to thank you for it. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, but the people I tend to gravitate to are the ones that go, oh, wow, that's awesome. And they actually have that gratitude in their heart. And then they're like, mm. you know, these are my people. These are the people I want to spend the rest of my life with. Mm. Um you know, tapping into something powerful, having gratitude. Hence, hence this thing across my chest here, this hashtag GratFizGen, gratitude, physicality, generosity. All right. Mm -hmm. So I was tasked um, as a wellness coach to, there was a national university who wanted to reduce the amount of overseas students dropping out. Okay. I'm like, okay, never done that before. <laughs> 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 but one thing I know is in special forces, the power of a team, okay? Mm. Small team. You don't need a whole army to fight a war. 
okay? But I also knew there's certain universal truths out there that uh, if you tap into, have a consistent result. You know, one of which is gratitude. Gratitude connects to your mind. Physicality connects to your body and generosity. Now, all these things, they kind of work, but how do you do it when you're in a state of fatigue and you're like, well, I don't have the energy to get through my day. How do I do that? You do that if you work off the opinion that, you know, if we're built for connection and it's the connection that creates the energy, okay? It's our alignment that creates the energy. It's not so much that we're generators. We're more like solar panels. What we align with creates the power, okay? Mm -hmm. And that can be different from person to person, all right? Some people like playing guitar. Some people like going crazy with a with an act hitting a tree, right? Okay? <laughs> so, so the point is everyone's got their divine signature, okay? Um, that they know they're in line with it when they just get a like a multitude of energy returned to them okay it does cost an amount like you know what like it might cost you ten dollars worth of energy but you get like a thousand dollars back mm -hmm. so that's that's tells you your that's your thing so point i'm trying to make here is the uni students started making this t-shirt and and i got one called grat fizz gen um because it was a it was a three to five person team and every day they checked in, they put a thumbs up in the group chat when they did their gratitude. They sent a picture of their physicality. And when they did an act of generosity, they shared their act of generosity. Now, it wasn't generosity, fears, gratitude. It was gratitude, it was physicality, gratitude, then generosity. So connect to your body, physicality, connect mm -hmm. to your mind, gratitude. And once you've got this connection powerful here, you know, powerful connections inside yourself tend to lend themselves to powerful connections outside of yourself. Yeah. Okay, so power space. underneath your own skin, power outside of your own mm. skin. And then, and it was incredible what happened when people shared their act of generosity in the group. It was like, everyone just, just tripled their, oh my gosh, that everyone was so happy for each other. Like that was so cool, you know? Um, but you couldn't do your generosity without doing your connection to self because, yeah. because here's, here's the thing I learned very early on in the, in the veteran piece so as a veteran coming out of PTSD, I realized, oh, geez, there's a lot of other people in that space. And I set I set this goal, being a dude, setting a goal, I want to crush that goal. I want to save 40 guys from suicide, 40 veterans from suicide. Mm. And I don't care if I work the rest of my life. I'll be happy. If, I'll die happy if I get that. Mm. Um, but that actually happened within a year. One or two guys a week, I was working with a veteran charity called Mates for Mates. One or two guys a week would come up and say, do you remember that conversation? I'm like, yep. You know, well, I had everything in the car ready to kill myself and that one conversation stopped me. All right. So, but, and that, and that was good, but here's the thing. And this is what I talk about connecting to yourself first before you connect to others. Um, what no one knew was that I was using helping others um as a bit of a uh pain relief for, for myself like it's like taking a panadol for a broken leg yeah you know um a very powerful analgesic and every six or seven weeks i used to have to hit the grog like for two or three days just to just to clear the shit out of my head mm. um and so my saying now is i never give of myself i give of my abundance mm. Okay, and that was the biggest lesson for me to learn because I'm I'm blessed to have naturally generous parents. Like they are the type of people that give the shirt off their back. They're like beautiful. My mom. my mom is freaking hilarious, right? Like I, I want to give you just an example because it's hilarious. Mm. All right. <laughs> I always laugh when I tell this story. So I'm in the backyard of my mom last year 
and she had a uh, a gerbera, a daisy, you know, those pretty gerberas in, in a pot. And I'm like, oh, mum, you uh, you bought a gerbera? And she's like, no, nah, I bought a pot. She said, no, I I got a, I found a pot. She found a pot. And I'm like, hang on, what what do you mean? You you found a pot? She says, yeah, well, I I just knew there was something good in it, so I kept watering it, and and eight weeks later that came. Oh, out. beautiful. And I'm like, what? And I just I just me and her just started laughing. You know, it was just. Like that's the kind of folks that I had, just just crazy generous, but I couldn't be like that, mm. Kate. As much as I I saw that as like a role model, I just couldn't do it. I ended up feeling when I was when I was generous, I found myself feeling used, and then I'd get angry, hurt, and and f you, I'm never going to do that again. I'd make a rule that you know I'm going to protect myself, but mm. but you know now you know generosity is part of my daily routine because I, I connect to myself first with physicality you know, gratitude, and then I'll, I'll commit to one or two acts a day, you know, of generosity. Um, so, so that explains, you know, the, the shirt, but it also, I hope it answers that where we were I, going. I love how your brain works. <laughs> like for, for listeners that have never met Tim, like I get this guy and my brain also works like a, a mouse on a wheel. So even though our conversation can sometimes go in thousands of directions, I still get it. So please take a few breaths and if you need to re-listen to that, do, because there are absolute chestnuts of wisdom in what this man is saying. And what I really want to talk into, although there was a lot to unpack there, is I love that you shared, and my whole body covered in goosebumps, when you were using caring for others as a self-medication. Because in the veteran first responder space, this is so common. It's like I use the analogy of a lighthouse. And, you know, we could just be the lighthouse, you especially, Tim, be the lighthouse and just shine out and people will still benefit. But what we've done in the past is run around the island as the lighthouse trying to save all the boats. It's like, we don't need to do that, you know. But but so many people, like you said, they haven't gotten into their body. They haven't found that gratitude inwards first to be able to then be outwards. And it, it is such an important thing. And I think that we should definitely drive this message home. Mm. Oh, look, and 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 some of the... Some, I, I, I don't want to go dark right now, but some of my darkest times was after I'd been generous and then felt taken advantage of. And then I started seeing in others, like there were some pretty, you know, dark people out there and they started off being generous, you know, doing what they thought was right. And and then I sort of saw the the formula there. Like if I'm, if I'm adequate and I give, if I'm say hundred percent and I give 10% away to somebody, you know, you know, because generosity is a natural thing to do, but then I'm down to 90% and somewhere inside of me, I'm like, you better do something with that, you know? And if they just take it and, and I don't see any return, then there's a part of me that's like, you know, okay, well, look, I'll just stick to what I think is right and I'll give away another 10%. And then before I know it, I've given away so much that I end up becoming, I mean, deficit, let's just say that. But here's the thing. If I invest in myself and I generate, you know, 350%, I can give away 20% a day and they can love it, hate it, tell me to get lost. It doesn't matter. I'm in touch with something so much more powerful than what gets taken from me. Mm. Okay, I'm going to say that again because that's really important here. I'm in touch with something. We can be in touch with something so much more powerful than what can be taken. And once you get your head around that, you start losing your fear in being generous because, People take, people do whatever. That's that's just what they might do. Mm. But 
what they can't interrupt is your alignment to that which creates an abundance. Mm. And and here's the here's the thing. This is the wisest thing I learned was that energy has a shelf life of 18 to 24 hours. You know, every day we gotta we gotta reinvest that energy to then have that abundance. Mm. And it's and I'm telling you now, there are two completely different types of people in this world, Katie. There is, and they're both you. They're both us. You know, there's the there's the us that uh, wakes up, invests in their own energy, has an abundance, and lives a day from a position of strength. They know what's good from they can, in, you know, and and it just gets sort of it spirals upwards. Okay, but then there's the us. You know, I'll own this where we don't invest in ourselves we've got so much energy and unconsciously we end up protecting it you know on a on a good day that might mean an extra cup of coffee on a bad day i'm a freaking a-hole because i need energy i can't generate it for myself so i take okay and if you ever wondered why there's so many a-holes in the world it's because they haven't figured out how to generate for themselves and they still need energy so they can't help but like it's like they're drowning you yeah. know there's plenty of air around, but it's like they're energetically drowning and they have to sort of claw at everything else. And they literally can't help themselves because that's their, that's their reflex. They haven't generated that, um, that sense of, of self-regeneration. And, and as a guy who has a strong sense of self-justice and I, I encountered an amount of bullying within the ADF, I was able to put to rest all my, my my dark desires for revenge on these people when I realized that, yes, that person kicked my ass, they took from me, okay? But the only reason they took from me is because they're a zero, okay? If you look at on, on a scale of potential, their potential is relative. Like if that's their point, their their potential is relative to how many victims they can find, okay? And you might find these people have a rotating you know, circle of people that don't really stick around because people figure out, look, you're just taking, right? Yeah. And if I went after that person, I'd end up in that same place as them. You can't, you can't take from a zero. All right. But if I invested in me and kept investing in me and me, 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 I would sort of get above that point where they're just, where they're just so below me. Um, when I'm talking to high school students, and in that culture, they can, you know, if there's bullies in that space, uh, they can be quite, quite, because everyone sort of protects themselves, you know. And when you go into fight or flight, fast beats slow. Like fast meaning your reactions um, beat your higher thinking of getting above it. So when I'm talking to high school students, I'll, sh I'll show them this um, this Venus flytrap. And, you know, before I bought a Venus flytrap, I thought they'd be really big, but they're really tiny, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'll show them this Venus flytrap. And, in you know, I'm like, does this does this look scary? No. But to a fly, this little Venus flytrap is freaking terrifying, okay? And while that fly is still in that state, it's always going to be terrified of that Venus flytrap. So I want to, you to picture someone who's possibly taken from you and made you feel scared, terrified, whatever it is, Okay. Now that fly, if it had a human ability, it could invest in itself and make itself stronger. This is our uniqueness as a human. Like we're we're in a physical human body. If you're listening to this right now, you're in a physical human body. Okay. Unless you pump this out underwater and dolphins are listening, you're a human <laughs> right now. <laughs> so if we can invest in ourselves, make ourselves stronger, that fly could say turn itself into a bird. The bird could turn itself into a cat. The cat could turn itself into a lion. 
okay? And imagine that lion walking past that little Venus flytrap. Like, it would laugh at itself that it ever took that threat seriously. Mm. You know what I mean? This is the this is the thing that us humans need to aim at. Like, if something's taken from you and we all get taken from, you turn that freaking thing into a Venus flytrap by becoming a lion, by investing in yourself, investing in yourself, investing in yourself, you know? Um, and that, to me, you know, is the was the best way to get ahead to have revenge if you really want to call it that or or just lose the, Not the wasted energy yeah mm. yeah i um, see like a fire inside and it's about just stoking that fire and igniting it so much that you are just lit up and yeah nothing else around you phases you and 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 that fire transmutes the crowd because some days some days when you don't invest you're like who was that person yesterday? It was really motivated. Now I feel like complete shit, you know, like, and then, and then, and then, and then it's very easy to tell yourself, well, I'm not going to stoke the fire again because it's just going to go flat again, you know, and, and be very mindful of that. That, that can be, you know, I'm not a doctor, but it can, I know I've, I've been depressed myself where, you know, you're sort of getting down when you say, well, even if I invest in myself, I'm, it's all going to go to shit anyway. So why, why do that? You know, like that Eeyore type mentality, but you know, Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore, it's all this terrible. And, you know, like that is the thing where um, you, you have to sort of catch yourself because there, are, I think as a, as humans, the thing that we have survived in the past with is being energy conserving organisms. Okay. The more we, the more we conserve, you know, in times of, of scarcity, uh, you know, the longer we live, we sort of go in this hibernation state, but, but uh, to, we can reverse that evolutionary, uh, uh, that evolutionary trait by investing in ourselves and having a body and a mind that, that generates more energy each day, as opposed to, well, something bad's happened. I'll protect myself, but by protecting myself, I'll get smaller mm -hmm. and I'm somehow dying slowly here because I'm protecting myself, you know? So I think it's important to, to genuinely dive into the healing space. Um, with curiosity. Yeah. With curiosity, because healing has to happen before we can actually give our gifts generously, you know, and because a lot of people get stuck in the healing journey because right now, healers whether you call them doctors psychologists counselors they're like coffee shops there's two in every corner but it's really hard to find a good one and and you've got to work really hard to find that one that really suits you and no one tells you that so so when you really need healing you go around all these different healers and and often it's so disappointing and a lot of veterans so about i've been working in the veteran space for over 10 years and a lot of guys honestly say you know what i tried getting healing healing didn't help in fact it made it worse so i'm never going to do that again you know, um, and what people don't realize and what made me effective in that space of, you know, saving 40 guys within a year was that there was two things that mainstream medical system did not see happening. Um, and the first one was that pain works in a certain way. And, and the mainstream medical just didn't see it. And to me, it was obvious as because I, I was experiencing myself. And and what pain does, it doesn't matter if it's emotional or physical, it'll get to a certain duration or intensity where it stops becoming just pain because we can handle pain. We're built for it, right? Well, what it does do is create isolation, loneliness. It's not just pain anymore. I'm the only person going through this. It's just me. 
you know, and, and if you go by the fact that we're built for connection, we're strongest, happiest, most satisfied when we're connected, when we're disconnected, we are weakest. We are what's the opposite to most satisfied. Yeah. Mm. Vulnerable. And, and when you're outside the herd, because the herd watches back when you're the herd, you know, gives you that protection. When you're outside of the herd and it's just you, everything's a threat because everything is a threat. If I drop my guard for a second, something bad's going to happen, mm. okay? And if, if you first responders are out there, you know, you like to be the one that sort of look out for threats because if you drop your guard, it's not just dropping your guard for yourself, it's dropping your guard for the people that are around you. Mm. You know, I stay in this vigilant state as a testament to how much I care for the people around me, you know, but you don't know you're sort of cooking yourself on the inside if you don't allow yourself to go into rest and digest um, mode, okay? Nothing wrong with going high end. We're built for it, but if 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 you if if you're in a disconnected state, you'll notice that you can't actually go into that rest and digest and and just note the quality of your sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, that is an indicator of your sense of balance, internal balance. All right, because we tend to kick around consciously with our eyes open and our mouths open in in the daytime, right? And and often when we're in balance, we'll shove things in our eyes, we'll shove things in our mouth to try and create the balance. But when we try and go to sleep and we close our eyes and we close our mouths. We don't have any of those external stimuli shoving, shoving stuff in there. We're actually back into here and back in here is like, well, we're a bit out of balance. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> I want out. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's a really good way to put it. I've not actually heard that. Um, that's really good. Makes sense. I always talk about that mind body disconnect, but that analogy was fantastic. Yeah. Mouth open, eyes open, shove, shove, shove. Yeah. yeah. Ears. You know, yeah. The music. <laughs> so the, you are a massive advocate for breath work. Can you tell me oh, how yeah. you discovered this? Where was your turning point in this space? Sure. Okay. So oh, let me just have a half-time stretch. Katie, stretch with me. <laughs> stretch with me. Oh, half-time stretch at home if you're not. Mm. <laughs> All right. So. 2009 i'm a deployment in afghanistan with the australian special forces uh commandos right i was with bravo company uh same company as uh vc winner uh cameron baird and we had spent more time outside the wire than any other special forces at the time it was we're out there for weeks on end normally you go out hit your target and go but this was just continual continual continue. And we were heading into a place where they hadn't had any um, allied forces for years. So I think the Yank commander said, because we're doing some, some you know, uh, working together with the Yanks, um, said, when we get there, it's going to go nuclear. Okay, because they're just, they're, just, they're just entrenched there, right? Anyway, you don't really get anything you'd call sleep when you're outside the wire. Um I mean, in special forces, you, you're trained to deal with fatigue, but when you're on, when you're outside the wire, it goes to a whole new level. You know, you know, you lose your mates. Um, you argue with your team. Um, there's no, there's no downtime. You know, you can't go to the pub, you can't hang out, and you know, you're hanging with dudes all the time too, which which doesn't seem like much. I mean, they're your brothers, but you know, hanging out, you don't have that soul nurturing time with a woman or a child. You know, um, it kind of, to me, it felt like my insides went to dust at times, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'll tell you, when I met my son um, after being away for all that time at the airport, when he ran into my arms, oh, man, 
it felt like medicine. It felt it felt like the uh, the dust just had a, a like a war a spring of water just came up through my chest and and it was now you know getting irrigated again you know it was it was so vivid so mm -hmm. vivid um so you're you're in this state of high fatigue um and um, i had this sense that i was going to die and i remember um and i was uh, and you know arguing with 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 the guys in charge you know because because that's what we do as blokes and he told me to piss off and go to the gun turret i'm in the gun turret just looking out at the dust and thinking what's the freaking point what is the point you know i'm gonna die out here anyway because that's what i told myself i was gonna do um and i had my bottom lip on the ground pretty hard uh and when you're in that space it genuinely feels like you're never going to come out of it you know when you're really down and low you the, the hardest thing about it is think i will never see the daylight again it can be the brightest day but it's like like somehow dark night i don't know why but it's like and that's where i was and and then i'm like it's like i've got maybe two cents worth of energy you know i'm an absolute pauper right now and then it was like this voice said well tim if you've only got two cents you better you better invest that wisely you can't waste it on arguing or blaming or anything like that Okay, so so when the time came to 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 get horizontal, it wasn't sleep, but it was just hey, you crashed on the, that piece of dirt for a bit. Um, I would instead of just even though my body just wanted to crash, I would I would hold certain stretches of parts of my body that were hurting and do deep breathing, deep breathing, deep breathing, and then deep breathing, deep breathing, and then as I went to sleep. I would because I, when you're um, when you're trying to sort of take a, a shot in the army, they get you to breathe, exhale, you know, slow your heart rate down um, before you squeeze the trigger. And I'd, I'd always pretend to sort of breathe into my hand and then take up that trigger pressure. So on deployment in 2009, when after I did my stretching and breathing, I'd breathe. I'd pretend I was breathing like like a, a light into my right my left uh thumbnail breathe a light into it breathe tension into it and then breathe it out tension away and then my you know index further breathe into that breathe it away that mm. one out and 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 then i'd go through all my fingers and I'd, it was rare i'd get through all my fingers and then i then i'd go into this uh sleep okay which i was later to discover that that oxygenation is quite a powerful anti-inflammatory as well Okay, so it wasn't particularly mystic how I discovered it. It was just like survival necessary, and, and yeah. it felt right. So, so as much as I'm not particularly sort of academically qualified, I have a very high sense of what's working and what's not. And generally, when I find something that really is powerful and works, and and obviously this is with a performance end to it, like it's got to show up powerfully outside of you know the woo woo. Yeah. Um, I don't mind woo woo, but this you know it just it's got to work, you know. Um, and um. And so I was doing this breath work and I just noticed that, you know, going to sleep with two cents, I would wake up and instead of feeling worse, I would have 10 cents worth of energy. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, this is a, this is a, like a energy is like money. Hey, invest is how you get it back. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, that's something that worked. I'll do more of that. 
you know, 10 cents into 30 cents, 30 cents into a dollar. And then before I knew it, I had more energy and I actually woke up and I could do some push-ups and, and sit-ups and, and all that sort of stuff. So I found that I could, I could generate, I'm like, Oh, I'm coming back. Tim is back, you know, but here's the thing. It's one thing to connect to yourself. Like I'm good. But then when my team was hurting and having a bad day, guess what that meant? That meant I was having a bad day. So I had to self-generate enough to then pour into those guys, you know, um, and that would have been tricky. That, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. I'm like, well, what can I do? I'm just, I'm just one dude. And I was a private, I get told, I get, I do everything everyone else tells me to do. And then I'm like, well, how about I, I've got, I've got a supply of fresh coffee. Okay. How about I just make coffee for people, you know, but here's the thing. In the special forces, a very unique group of people in the way that um, let's just say if you do an act of service to a to an alpha male that might be a little bit insecure, they automatically put themselves, you're above, they are above you, okay? And I knew if I started making people coffee, I'd get called a brew bitch, okay? And, that, and then I'm like, I didn't work as hard as I have to get called the brew bitch mm. to be here, you know? But that's when, and this is where it gets a bit lucid. Um, I've heard two audible whispers in my life, like two voices. <laughs> um, and it could have been the fatigue. It could have, I don't know what it was, but here's, here's what I heard. I heard this whisper and it said, take the ego out of it. Mm. Okay, take the ego out of it. Okay, I'm like, all right. Okay. And so I just mechanically go through the things of making coffee for people. And I got called the brew bitch. Mm. But here's what here's what doing that taught me. It didn't matter if they loved me, hated me, you know, told me to get lost or de denigrated me. The point was they were getting stronger. Yeah. Okay. And who did I want around me when good times turned bad? Strong do I ones. want fatigued, disconnected people or do mm. I want rested, connected people? And the good thing about being in close quarters all the time is that I could see once I brought coffee over to a vehicle, thanks, Brew Bitch, fuck off, uh, and I would go back to my vehicle and I would watch. And normally these guys are arguing, but when they had that sip, mm. everything just stopped. Like the arguing stopped. I could see- they're connecting to themselves. The shoulders relaxed. Mm -hmm. They started looking up at the horizon. And for a second, they weren't in a war zone in Afghanistan. They were back home at a coffee shop and they started talking and engaging. And I'm like, holy crap, I think I see it now. You know, take the ego out of it. And, and then and there, I saw the power of not servitude, but servanthood, mm -hmm. being, ser being, of, being of service and being in, in that servanthood allowed me to create spaces where people could connect and remove blockages. You know, and, and that's um was a was a, a life-changing moment. Uh so that's where breathwork started. And then um it sort of I you know just did more of a rabbit warren dive into that space. Um mm. and you know, Wim Hof is is was very popular. Um I've done over eight thousand rounds of Wim Hof breathwork. Um I met the guy in Sydney, did a did a session with him, uh, thanked him for his you know contribution. Um and just like uh, 
just like you know you grow up listening to music as a musician and it inspires you to do certain things so i have my own style of breath work now that i do to you know not just have people in the eye but but to create certain states of being mm-hmm. uh and you know what i really want people to get from this is that you don't own a set of lungs what you actually own is a medicine cabinet with a lot of different shelves yeah. okay and you breathe a certain way you reach into a certain shelf to get elicit a certain response um and it's and the reason you don't hear about this and this is why i really want to honor those people listening because because you're actually listening to this because if you google like how do i get to sleep there's a there's a number of different pharmacies quite interested in, in giving you uh, a prescription okay and that's what they gave me i had like a man, I had so many freaking horse pills. My face would go numb. And I just thought, okay, that's just normal, you know? Um, But I was able to get off my pharmaceuticals for uh, all the, all the, you know, for getting to sleep through breath work. Okay. I was able to, I was able to get off all the pharmaceuticals for my pain um, through breath work with anti-inflammation work. So Mm. I, I learned to create a medicine cabinet inside my chest that everyone can, but, you don't hear about this stuff because essentially no one's making money from it. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's not, there's no financial gain in, in breathing a certain way, but that, that is something I have a, I have a vision to change. Yes. <laughs> and I love, I love already that, that I've only had one session face to face with you. I've done a myriad of other types of breath work, but the breath work that you do, I just love it because it just puts you into this state of pure bliss where at, you can actually feel like you've, your potentiality is massive. You can do whatever you gosh darn want. And, and yeah, and I love that reference you do to the medicine cabinet because it's so true. All the different styles that I've tried uh, have accessed different parts of my, I call it my flow state. And um, I, I feel like it is so underspoken about and it's so undertaught this, you are born with your breath. You die with your breath. Like, why would you not want to use that as the strongest and most powerful medicine you could do? So tell me, what are you doing with breath these days? Where are you taking it? Okay, so my observation of the world is most people are just busy doing their thing, okay? And there's a there's a number of things that could make you feel better, but everyone's just busy paying the bills, doing their thing. So so where can we reach people um, and, and benefit them where they are? How can I help someone else bring their gifts into the world? Because I can't do what you do, Katie. I really can't. But how? what can I do to help you bring your gifts into the world? Okay. And the first thing I see is a lot of people could do with a better night's sleep. Mm. Okay. So I, I, I dropped the name before, but Breathwork in Bed, BIB, is my new venture. All right. So we're going to be launching the Breathwork in Bed app early next year. Uh, in the meanwhile, I am, uh, I've written a, an ebook that will give you a link to to describe what our intention is what we want to generate with it but give people that that you know i want to do for breath work what uber eats did for food Mm. you know i want to have it delivered past your front door into your bed so you can actually access it when you need it so on the app you're going to be able to just hit that button and go right talk me to sleep you know breathing and then before you know it, you've lost your concept of time. You've lost any lost any thoughts in your head, any tension in your body. And then you drift into this wonderful cloud of colors, alkalinity, anti-inflammatory. And you wake up feeling a whole lot better. But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> 
we have a wake up routine mm. that, you know, instills the energy in your lungs, unblocks the rest of your body because you've been stationary for a bit, unblocks your internal organs, your legs, your arms, your head, your eyes. Um, and then we fill our bodies with gratitude. And then we also do uh, morning mirror work, affirmations in the mirror to get that conscious mind clicking into place. And and if we can, if we can, you know, win the first, you know, 20, 30 minutes of the day, we're going to win the day. Yes. And if I can, if I can give people access to that power, I just want it as, you know, well, I'm tired, but oh, that made me feel better. What can I do more? That made me feel better. What can I do more? All right. And then, and then when people have that experience of, well, that felt good. I want to do more of that. Just like, you know, when I was completely stuffed with two cents worth of energy, turned it to 10, yeah. turned it to 30, got a dollar. Then we start asking, well, where's the next investment for me to get more investment from? That's when, you know, on the app, we're going to have a generosity news wall where you're going to be asked, you know, once you've done this amazing morning routine, would you like to do an act of generosity? Okay. And, you know, yes or no. And would you like some accountability around that? Okay. And so we're going to have this uh, generosity news wall where people can post up and share their acts of generosity because the world I want to live in, if you haven't noticed, like mainstream media doesn't often talk about the good news that's happening in the world. Okay. That's putting it lightly. All right. I cut out mainstream media years ago. Yeah, same. But, but what I want to see is, you know, all the, because there's so many good people out there you know, and a little bit of encouragement goes so far, you know, so the world I want to live in is where people actually get a sense that they can contribute amongst other people that are doing the same thing, you know, because when you keep on hearing bad news, bad news, bad news, you actually tell yourself, well, there's nothing, there's nothing I can do, Yeah. you know. Um, we because- see it in the older generation. They already like, oh, the world's a crap place. You can't do it. There's no control. There's no this. There's no like, it's like, what? And what they're You're actually in a saying total is different I tried reality once to me. and then it didn't work and I never want to try again. Yeah. You know, um, oh, that I the art that. form of self-regeneration, you know, cut your arm off, grow it back, cut your head off, grow your head back. You know, this is, this is what we're talking about right now because everyone has been taken from, everyone's been smashed, everyone gets their head shoved in the toilet. Okay. But finding, I think first you need to ask yourself a question. When, you, when you're up against something that you can't get through, okay? So I was up against PTSD. Um, and I'll just share something very personal. So in 2011, I was about to kill a man, okay? This wasn't a paid gig. This was, this was I was going to kill this guy for free. Uh, I'd reached rock bottom. I'd, and I, I stuck my hand up for help. And I'm freaking out going to this psychologist, and I and I I I tell him all the stuff that I saw in service. And at the end of it all, he goes, and, and he wasn't just he wasn't just incompetent, he was completely apathetic. Okay. It was quite obvious. And at the end of it, he said, Oh, do you think it was a problem with your mum and dad? Oh. Okay, right. And this is this is where I just went click. Okay. And I and I saw his psychology degree behind him. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was a glass frame psychology degree. And in my state of disconnect, I'm like, I'm going to grab that psychology degree and feed it into his throat. I'm going to watch this guy die because I'm doing everyone else a favor. This guy should not be on this planet right now. You know, I made myself judge during an executioner in that state of disconnect. And, and one thing I learned 
in Afghanistan is I could see things happening before they happened. Like before I took a shot, I could see what I was going to hit before I even pulled the trigger. It was just, it was just there. And I saw myself, I'm doing this. So I get up to do it. And then it was like this hand on my chest saying, Tim, you are the toughest guy, you know, how many other people are struggling in this medical system to get help? And then I saw them. Okay. I saw thousands of people left and right of me and they're all looking at me going, Tim, if you can find a way for you, you can find a way for us. You have yeah. to find a way from you. You, you can do this. Ooh, you're gonna get I can a feel present. that through my whole body. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. All right. And, 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 and then I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know how, but I have to find a way. And it might take me a month, a year, a decade, but that's the amount of time I'm going to be able to save other people, you know? And if I didn't make that decision right now, I'd be in jail, mm. you know, right now. We wouldn't be having this conversation in this context. Mm. Um, and that's how close I came to to discovering just just what it is and 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 do you remember what i mentioned about we can become like very disempowered when we're disconnected mm. and often us blokes we use anger to sort of for energy you know but that's like writing a check for a thousand bucks when you only got ten dollars in the account it mm. puts you further into debt sort of gives you a little boost but then you just go further under um and I was in that in that state of disconnect. I broke my own disconnection by seeing how many other people yeah. are in that state. So, so the people listening right now, whatever you are up against, okay, it could be a it could be a physical thing that you're struggling with. It could be an emotional thing. It could be another person. Ask yourself how many other people in on the planet right now are struggling to get through that particular thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, probably thousands. And if you can find a way forward for you through that, you're going to be able to find a way forward for them. Mm. All right. You are going to be the one to do this. And often that's enough to break your isolation and give you context of, ah, there's actually something to this. So what I, what I sort of, the conclusion I came to, and I, and I throw this to the people listening now is that when I was in that space, I imagine that people in my future are going to be really glad that I made the decisions People I haven't even met yet are going to be glad I made the decisions now. Uh, that's going to affect them. So think about right now the thing that you're getting through and think of the people that go, thank goodness that in, you know, 2023, you made these decisions to make a better version of you because those decisions before you even met me impacted me now. And if you really want to go through the looking glass on this, if you're getting anything from what I'm saying right now, you were there with me in 2011 when I was about to kill a man. And you were saying, Tim, there is something, you know, more to look at here. Mm. You've got to find a way for you. Mm, wow, that's powerful. I felt it through my whole body when you were saying that. Thank you so much for feeling safe to share that. That was huge. Huge, a big message and rewind it and listen to it if that really resonated with you or if it's something that you can do to tap into choice for you and choosing yourself, then definitely um, have a listen. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you. Um, I'm very excited about Breathwork in Bed. I'm very excited about future collaborations with you. You're an amazing man. Thank you so much for always sharing so truthfully with all those around you. And, um, yes, until next time. Is there anything else you had for our listeners before you go? Uh, 
You know what? I think we've spoken about breath work. I'd like to give you a little something if that's okay. Ooh. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So this is this is uh really easy and it's it's you can do it with your hands, but it's best done with a towel. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and and obviously don't do this while you're driving, do this while you're seated. Okay. So so when I'm when I'm when I'm working with a lot of people, but and the last I, I did this with 200 high school students um, maybe a week ago. I got them to bring along a towel and I got them to fold it up into a square. Okay. And here's the thing. Our vagus nerve goes through our whole body. It controls motor skills as well as it's, it's a feedback sensor. Now, if you've got blockages anywhere through stress, then you have problems connecting to stuff, connecting to your own brain, all right? So I showed them what I call a, a vagus clearing exercise, but I coated it in um, in a uh, in something that was accessible because, you know, you talk about you, you got to sort of have it have it accessible Make it to relatable. them, right? Yeah. So, so at home, you know, if you don't have a, have a towel or, or get a towel at one point, all we're going to do is take five deep breaths through our nose, and at the end of the fall, at, at the end of the fifth breath, we're just gonna close our mouth and then hum it out mm-hmm, as much as we can into the towel. Okay, and then we're gonna another, then we're gonna take another deep breath in, and we're gonna yawn, and we're gonna again cover our mouth with the towel and then yawn it out really from our belly, and then we're gonna take another deep breath in, yawn from the chest. And then we're going to do another yawn like we're trying to scream from the top of our head. Okay, it's it's a try not to laugh challenge when I'm yeah. when I'm doing it with, with people. Okay, so if you're at home, we're going to take five deep breaths and then we're going to hum. Breathing in through the nose, letting it go. And as you breathe in through the nose, I want you to look up like you're trying to roll your eyeballs back in your head. Really feel like you're snorting those sinus through your sinuses into your brain. Couple more. Really roll those eyeballs back into your head as you suck the air through your nose into your sinuses into your brain. Last one. Hold it and now just hum it out into your towel. Keep humming, create that resonance. You can hum into your hands if you've just got hands. Katie, I encourage you to hum into your hands. You're leading by example. Use your hands. <laughs> All the way out, out, out. Feel that res- feel that resonance. Now take a deep breath in. Hold it and yawn. Open your jaw. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Move your shoulders. Sort of wriggle around. And when you can't stop that yawn, do a really big yawn from your belly. All the way out, 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 out all the stuck emotions in that last cup of air. Now another deep one, in, in, in. Hold it, just feel it around your chest, push it around your chest. And when you can't stop it, let out a sound from your chest. (sighs) Out, 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 out. All that stuck emotions, the last cup of air, hold it on the way out, hold, hold, hold. Good. Now this last one, we're going to take a deep breath in, and we're going to uh, as as higher pitch as we can. So deep breath in, 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 like you're going to yawn, and then really high pitch. Good. 
Keep the jaw open all the way out. <sighs> that vagus nerve is stimulated. Mm. Stimulated, cleared. So th through doing this practice yourself, what have you found it's done for you? Okay. Some people call it, I call it a vagal clearing. Uh, some people call it a chakra clearing, you know, because you're clearing from your mm. guts, your chest, the top of your head. Um, it just removes any stuck energy, you know, um, and unlocking that jaw. We've got vagus nerve connection points behind our jaw. So you notice when people are tired, they're, ah, mm. you know, they're naturally trying to, trying to, um, uh, clear it but you can actually sort of milk out all that stuck energy by uh, 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 really stretching out that face and the towel sort of gives you the privacy to let you do that because not many people want to yeah. show their mouths it's like kind of rude in some cultures so so when i get when i especially with students they get their own private space when they're covering their face with a towel um and and then i get them to carry that towel around and i encourage your listeners to have a towel with you so you can actually when you when you want to clear and get your head sort of straight have that nice little scream off in the privacy mm. of you know not waking up the neighbors um <laughs> I, I i do that with a with a with a pillow uh, yeah. at night time you know to, to to clear all that and so so part of what i'm going to do with the app is have people access their own energy systems they don't even know it's stuck but when it's clear you're like oh my gosh it's like the holiday you don't know you need but when you're taking yeah. like geez i needed that yeah, yeah, now, yeah. i'm gonna be that guy I love it. I love it. And I know we did a bit of screaming into the towel when I was in the ice bath. Oh, that was powerful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tim. Anyone that's in the Brisbane area, uh, connect with Tim. Go, get along to one of his sessions where they do breath work and the ice bath because it's very, very powerful. But also I look forward to seeing this amazing app of yours. And thank you for bringing such a creation into this world. No, my pleasure. The link will be there. You, uh, you'll you get a bunch of free stuff. Of uh, You'll get a free ebook and audio book about breathwork in bed. You'll also, I'm also doing a promo on my uh, initial book, uh, Fight, Flight, Feel. Okay. Awesome. So you, all you got to do is uh, type your details in and you'll get that. You'll get a copy sent to you, a hard copy, as well as an ebook, uh, an audio book, which is, which has got a bunch of, um, bonus footage in there uh abc steve austin does an interview with me uh as part of the bonus footage cool <laughs> that sounds me. great so, so that's all there big giveaway breathworkinbed.com.au awesome thank you so much tim yeah. and we look forward to having you on here again at some stage bye no problem, Katie.